friends, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I hope you guys are all having an amazing day and are looking forward to our magical story today. Now, the latest story up on our premium channel is called Sarah and the Garden Imp Save Magic Land from the Evil Queen. One day, Sarah discovers an imp in her backyard. The imp is friendly, but needs Sarah's help. The evil queen has taken away everyone's magic in Magic Land. Can Sarah help the imp to stop the evil queen? To find out, join up to our premium channel and become a super fan of short stories for kids. Here, you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every week plus our entire back catalog of stories ad-free. If you're a premium member, you are also guaranteed to have your idea made into a story and read out on the show, plus premium-only shout-outs just for you guys. So to hear this story, just sign up to our premium feed in a couple of clicks through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. So today's story request comes from Lewis, and he is from Singleton, Australia, and he listens every single night before bed with his mom and would love if we could write a story about a flying horse, a magical circle, and a transforming snail. Well, thank you very much, Lewis, for this idea. This is very cool, and I hope that you love your story. Are you guys all ready to be transported to Australia to join in this adventure with Lewis? Here we go. It was a hot, sunny day, and Lewis was having fun at his favorite place in the world, Rose Point Park. It wasn't just the beautiful green park Lewis loved. It was the awesome adventure playground they had there. There were walkways, swings, and a great big climbing frame with a funnel you could slide down. Lewis just loved the big climbing frame. It was green, purple, and orange, and its paint shone in the sun. At the top of the climbing frame was a little hut you could hide in. You could see across the park from there, right over to its tree-lined edges. Lewis was doing just that when he noticed an odd golden glow from within the trees. What's that? he said to himself. There wasn't a road there. It couldn't have been a car's headlights. The golden glow was a mystery. Puzzled, Lewis climbed down from the climbing frame and wandered towards the strange light. He made his way through the bushes and the undergrowth, and the golden glow always seemed just ahead of him, no matter how much further he walked. Eventually, deeper into the woods, he found where the light was coming from, a glowing golden hoop lying on the earth floor. What have I found? Lewis exclaimed. With trepidation, he bent down and picked the hoop up by its sides. He could feel it vibrating in his hands, as if the hoop held some unknown power. The longer he held the hoop, the more it vibrated through his body. Whoa! Lewis cried. This thing feels strange. Quickly, holding the hoop for too long and the vibrations through him becoming too intense, he threw it back down on the ground. But as he did, 
the hoop landed around a great big snail crawling across the floor. And just like that, the hoop impossibly glowed brighter than ever before. And magically, the snail began to grow as tall as Louis. The snail shot up in size and slithered around the outside of the circle. The snail's face was as shocked as Louis at the sudden transformation. Hey, said the snail, extending its antennae eyes at Louis. What's the big idea of making me grow so big? Sorry, said Louis. I found that hoop. It must be a magical hoop. And when I put it around you by accident, somehow, well, you grew. There's no such thing as a magic hoop, said the snail. About a minute ago, I would have said the same thing about talking snails, Louis laughed. Wait a minute, said the snail. I am talking. I'm as tall as a small human, and I'm talking. I was quite happy slithering through the forest, munching on green leaves. When I was small, one of those leaves would last over a week. Now, they wouldn't last a mouthful. Louis shrugged as the snail began to fret. Oh, no, 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 I just can't have this. I was much happier being small. One leaf a week is enough food for me. I have a shell to squeeze into to think about. What can I do? asked Louis. Well, you put the hoop around me once, making me big. Why not try it again? Maybe it will make me small. Louis shrugged. The snail's idea did make sense. Okay, he said. Louis picked up the hoop. This time, he had to reach up to try and get it over the snail as he was so tall, and closed his eyes and wished with all his might that the plan would work. Here goes nothing. Louis dropped the hoop around the snail, and a great golden flash erupted around them. Louis rubbed his eyes. Did the plan work? he asked. Then he opened his eyes and focused. Oh, no, Louis gasped. Is this some kind of joke? The snail sighed. The snail had shrunk down to half the size of Louis. He still had a snail shell and antennae eyes, but he had four legs and a dog's tail. The snail lifted one of the dog's legs and scratched behind one of his extended eyes. How did this happen? exclaimed Louis. You tell me, the snail moaned. Ever since I met you, things have been going from bad to worse. I used to love being in the woods and climbing the trees. Now I'm part snail, part dog. And I'm getting some very funny feelings looking at a tree. Uh-oh, Louis gasped. Well, at least you're smaller. Let me try the hoop again. Maybe this time, if we both wish that you were a snail, the wish will be granted, and you'll become a snail again. Right now, any plan is a good plan, the snail said. Louis picked up the hoop, felt it vibrate in his fingers, closed his eyes, and said, Become a snail! Become a snail! The snail let out a loud bark. Ruff! Oh no! Quickly! I've started to grow hair! cried the snail. Louis dropped the hoop around the snail, and there was another burst of golden light. Louis opened his eyes to see if it had worked. 
Oh, no, not again, Louis said. This is getting ridiculous, the snail moaned with a loud ribbit. The snail was now a frog with a shell on his back. Well, Louis said, at least you're small. Well, I'm not equipped for the water. My shell has dry land policy only. My house insurance won't be valid if I submerge into some smelly old swamp. A fly buzzed past, and on instinct, the snail's frog tongue shut out and grabbed and ate it. Oh no, the snail cried. I can't spend the rest of my life eating flies. I'd rather slurp down a lily pad. I don't know what to do, Lewis shrugged. Then, behind them, a clip-clopping sound came from through the woods. Both the snail and Lewis turned in its direction. Walking towards them was the most beautiful white horse either had ever seen. <laughs> do you chaps happen to know where that golden flash of light was coming from by any chance? said the horse. A talking horse? Lewis exclaimed. I've seen stranger, said the snail, that had become a frog. Yes, yes, I know it can be quite a shock that I talk, but I'm in desperate need of assistance. I'm looking for something that belongs to me, something very valuable, and I'm going to be in a lot of trouble if I don't find it. Lewis thought quickly and grabbed the glowing hoop. Is this it? Eureka! Oh, you're a genius, young human boy, the horse cried. You see, I was flying above these woods, showing off to a little filly in the field opposite, and the silly thing fell off. Flying? Both Lewis and the snail cried. Yes! Yes, it's very easy to do when you have a magic hoop. Well, don't you know, that's what magic hoops are for. They make horses fly. It made me eat flies! The snail that was now a frog moaned. I say, that frog has a shell on its back, said the horse. Actually, that shell has a frog on its front, the snail that was now a frog said. Hang on, did you use that hoop on a snail? The horse said. Lewis nodded and shrugged. Well, no, no, that's all wrong, all wrong, said the horse. It's meant for horses, and horses only. No wonder the poor little creature has turned into, well, into a frog with a shell on his back. It was worse before, the snail that was now a frog replied. I was a human-sized snail, then a snail with the legs and tail of a dog. Everything you just said sounds hugely uncomfortable, the horse said. My apologies, my apologies. Well, what can we do? asked Lewis. Well, yes, it's all rather simple, really. If you want to know what you're doing, just take the hoop and place it around the frog. Snail! snapped the snail that was now a frog. And say these magic words. Take this magic away from me, so that I, the snail, shall be set free. Okay, Lewis said. Let's do it. Lewis held the hoop over the top of the snail that was now a frog, and they both said the magic words. Take this magic away from me so that I, the snail, shall be set free. Lewis dropped the hoop again, and there was another giant flash of light. As Lewis blinked his eyes open, he saw it had worked. The snail was a snail again, and the snail looked from left to right. 
his eyes twisting in either direction. Then he slivered off faster than any other snail had before. See, the horse said. Now, would you be a friend and pop that hoop back over my neck? Sure, said Lewis, and did exactly what the horse told him to do. With another flash of golden light, the horse had a pair of magnificent wings protruding from his back. Ha ha, the horse laughed. Thank you so much. Thank you, kind sir. Now everything is back to how it should be. It's time to do some more showing off to that filly. Up, up and away. And as fast as a kite on a windy day, the horse flew up into the air and out of sight. Lewis ran back to the playground. But how could he tell anyone about his odd adventure with the hoop, the snail, and a flying horse? Who would believe him? He climbed back to the top of the climbing frame and looked up at the sky and began to laugh. The horse and his friend, the filly, with her own golden hoop around her neck, was zooming and whizzing through the clouds in the sky. Wow, what a day, Lewis laughed. The end.